In part two of this week's episode, we were joined by Ben Moore of 24-7 Sports and Panther Talk to talk about the Panthers heading up to Columbia and what they're going to face in the Gamecocks. So give it a listen, and uh, thanks for listening. Welcome back, everybody. This is uh, State of Atlanta <laughs> with Ben Moore of 24-7 Sports. Ben, thanks for joining us this week. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. And uh, I apologize to your uh, your live streamers there that you get the black screen. Uh, but as we mentioned a little bit off the air, uh, I'm sitting in a parking lot right now and uh, not as awesome of a background as uh, you three fine gentlemen. Well, for dad duty is the most important more. thing we all do. So that's it, man. That's it. Family over everything. Y'all know that. Y'all know that about me for sure. <laughs> And for any of y'all that have not never seen Ben Moore before, he has a face for radio. So this is the probably the best you'll ever see him right here. So. Look at there. I want to give you a big old hug. <laughs> All right, man. We have a big game. It's, it's finally here. The season upon us, the 2022 Georgia State football uh, season, our second time ever opening up on the road. Uh, once again, against an SEC team doing that. If I recall correctly, we did pretty darn good last time we did this. Um, ben, how you feeling about heading into Columbia, South Carolina this week? And Bye, ben. immediately dropped off. <laughs> You're not oh, allowed boy. to ask Ben that question. <laughs> Welcome to the state of Atlanta. All right. Where so our what do you guys think out feels about this? <laughs> excellent, excellent. Um, all right. Well, I guess we'll just uh continue on with our with our stuff. Guys, what Man. do y'all think about heading into Columbia this weekend? Tim? Me? Outside of uh I don't know. Outside of rather, I'm not really concerned, are you? No, I. Ben's back. Oh, is Ben back? Well, he's, I'm he's back. Sorry, still, about, so. sorry about that, fellas. I need to stop playing with things while I'm uh, staring at your faces. It's all good, man. It's all good. You're just going to make me actually look, have to do look, some look, editing whatever first you, thing in the whatever morning. Whatever you're so. doing while you're staring at our faces, that's your business. Um, you know, I don't <laughs> think our listeners need to know about it. I love you so much, Ryan Graham. <laughs> all right. So the, the question to you, Ben, was how do you feel yeah. heading into uh, Columbia this week? How are you feeling? Yeah, I feel good, man. I mean, like, let's let's zoom out like fifty thousand feet. Like, like you you guys have been around long enough. I have as well, man. This this is year thirteen of football. Like, I I you know have been fortunate enough to to be around, and you guys have too, uh, since day one of this. Like, I remember times where we didn't have football season. Right? We were like, hey, what about that basketball season? Hey, that's awesome. It's coming in November. Football? <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't believe in that around here. Um, but no, it, it's. I think I think it's awesome. Um, you know, t- ultimately you want to open up with a big opponent, right? We know the ties. I mean, they've been beat to death. I mean, we we've been talking about it all season. Coach Elliott obviously has returned to South Carolina. Um, you know, we recruit that state super hard. There's 20 scholarship guys on the roster from the state of South Carolina, five from Columbia, uh, several of which who are going to play. So that's that's the fun part ultimately. But I think from a fan point of view. Um, it, it's always awesome, man. I mean, I, I hope everyone's seen all, all your listeners and, and viewers have seen, you know, the the uh, sandstorm, you know, preview, basically the new LED lights that are sweeping across the country. Um, I mean, it's going to be in- incredible. I mean, vi- visually there for folks that are that are going to make the trip uh, for folks that basically watch the game on TV. It's just it's just awesome. Man. And um, I think it's a it's a great experience, a great opportunity, obviously, for this football program to face back to back power five programs. Um, you know, huge opportunity and uh, really playing with expectations for the first time ever. So now let's see what they can do with it. What kind of football 
does the game do the Gamecocks play like what what we should we expect to be are we going to see a team that what's Beamer ball like in Columbia now we're going to see somebody Spencer rather throwing the ball we're going to see a heavy ground game what should we expect to see out of the the Gamecocks we we were close to Beamer ball just to interject a little bit yeah we were yes that's true it, well <laughs> and, and, and it's funny it. It, it's funny you know he, he actually was a finalist uh when, when we hired Trent Miles yeah. and not a lot a whole lot of folks know about now. that <laughs> yeah well well he, he wanted the job love. right <laughs> You know, he, he wanted the job. He wanted to stay in Georgia. Um, you know, he, he uh, talked to some folks with our previous athletic director, and, I mean, he had a good interview. And um, they went, obviously, with Coach Miles there. And, and Beamer, you know, bounced around. He was on the Georgia staff, obviously on Spurrier staff as well um, there in South Carolina. But, but no, I mean, Spencer Rattler's a pro-style, you know, quarterback. They're going to run spread. They're going to, you know, wide, you know, have it open. I think it's more of a, a game plan similar to what we saw in the UNC game last year uh, with Sam Howell, although I think Spencer Rattler's probably a better – athlete and a better passer than Sam Howell. Um, the question that I have kind of immediately when this matchup kind of, you know, formulated and you started to see guys, uh, you know, with the transfer portal, and everything like that, uh, the South Carolina offensive line took a huge step back in 2021. They, they were one of the better uh, pass protecting and run blocking offensive lines in the COVID season in 2020. Um, and they just took a huge step back. You know, I think they were 80th in the country last year in sacks allowed uh, really, really could not, get things going and, and part of that was it the offensive line or was it the fact that they shuffled I mean good grief three four different quarterbacks in there um, they had quarterback injuries I and mean, they literally had a graduate assistant that they said hey put a uniform on we need you to actually play and start at quarterback in the SEC Lit that happened literally? last year Lit literally a guy who, who gave up his career in North Dakota State to say hey I'm going to go with Shane Beamer and I'm going to be a GA so I'm going to hold this clipboard over here and I'm going to chart plays and you know sit in on offensive meetings and they were like, hey, Zeb, we need you to actually play because our starter, Luke Doty, got hurt and hurt his ankle, um, who, by the way, is, is best friends with uh, our own backup quarterback, Michele Colasardo. So uh, they're, they're boys, uh, former South Carolina All-State guys. But, um, no, I mean, you know, he so Spencer Rattler comes from Oklahoma. Um, he brings his big old tight end with him, who's a very good player, Stogner. Um, they've got a hey solid skill group as well. <laughs> Um, and I, I think that's that they, in their view, they're like, Hey, you know, if I'm, if I'm looking it up and seeing, Hey, this pass defense, you know, they, they can give it up a little bit. Um, you know, Hey, that we have sec athletes, they may want to start throwing the football. Now I would caution some folks that think they can just line it up and throw it because as geeked as that building will be on Saturday, uh, this is also Spencer Rattler's first game. And he's kind of been anointed the babe, the boy, the Heisman hopeful from last year. Um, there's a lot of expectations on his shoulders as well. He he wants to kind of prove it and, you know, say, hey, I'm an NFL guy and I can come in here and, and you know, lift any program. Um, I, I think it, the Panthers have a great opportunity in the first quarter. As we even saw in the first half against Auburn. And, yes, it's not the same team as Auburn. We've heard all about that from the South Carolina fans that have jumped on our message boards and, and talked about that. But ultimately, you know, there, there's pressure. I think on the South Carolina sidelines a lot. Um, this is year two for Shane Beamer. Um, there's expectations now on their quarterback side of things, and their defense needs to get better. Their front seven got gashed in the running game, and as we know, man, that's what Georgia State does best. I mean, it, we will run it down your throat. We don't care who you are. So, um, I, you know, I've told people all week in, in, in multiple different media, media hits, listen, Georgia State's going to run the football. They're going to. It's just a matter of, you know, how, how, how much, you know, how big runs they pop. Uh, if they can get inside, outside, and I would—I know this for a fact because I've talked to them in the spring and and so far in the fall. There's nobody that wants to get in that end zone more than Jamias Williams, 
uh, the former Gamecock, going back to Williams Price and uh, his, give give his signature kiss to the crowd as he uh, crosses the end zone. We were we were actually talking about it last week after the the luncheon. How um, the only um, position group that Coach Elliott seemed to be like genuinely excited about, right? I mean, like you know, he got out, he got he did his rah rah coach speak and stuff, but when he started talking about the running backs, you could tell there was like. A, a glint in his eye and you you could tell that he was truly proud of the running back position group and that that's what he was going to lean on just just absolutely loaded group man i mean you, you yeah. legitimately could go four wide um you know like i was really impressed with even jay dixon um uh, you know who, who played single a football in the state of south carolina um thought he's a guy that would you know not even get looks potentially but he showed pretty good you know pop and run you know not not a super heavy guy um, but overwhelmingly, man, Marcus Carroll has been, had a tremendous spring, had a tremendous fall camp, uh, looks just absolutely dieseled up, man. He, he's, he's lifted and, and, and worked out uh, with former Auburn uh, running back Brad Lester. I've seen him working out down there um, and getting some kind of specialized work there with, uh, you know, doing running back drills. And, and Jemias has, too. You know, he's worked on his balance. I mean, he, he, he wants to go and you know, have a shot at being an NFL back. And, you know, he's, he's put big goals out there as well. He wants to hit a thousand yards uh, this season. And again, we haven't really seen Tucker Gregg uh, much, but he's, he's still around too. You know, I, I tried to, you know, I tell people, uh, SEC people, if, if they remember Peyton Hillis uh, from Arkansas, who just had to, who was deceptively quick, uh, just heavy load guy, you know, big, big time, just, you know, good old trucker. <laughs> Hit, hit you, hit you in the mouth, man, and, and that's that's what I love. I mean that that uh, that Murray County, uh, you know, strength uh, is coming through. So it, it's going to be fun to watch, and, and let's not forget too, Darren Granger can tote a little bit as well. That's right. Well, what are we going to need from uh, Granger to pull out a W, Ben? I mean, we all got we got the running backs check. What, what kind of performance is Granger going to have to have in order for us to come out of Columbia with a W? Yeah, I went back and looked at the Auburn game, rewatched it, and, and you know he he struggled at times finding guys on time and on target. And I think that's the biggest thing, and, and really the biggest challenge for a new OC Trent McKnight. Right, it's his first game, uh, you know, calling the plays ever. Uh, you know, he, he's been a wide receiver coach in multiple stops. He's been on this staff for six years, and and he even said, you know, after the open practice, that he actually leaned on Dan Ellington a little bit to talk about this offense and they really want to accentuate Granger's strengths because uh, Granger is taller than Dan is. He, um, you know, has some different ability that Dan doesn't necessarily have. I think Dan was probably a more accurate passer. Uh, Darren has a sharp arm, man. I mean, he, he can stick that, you know, he, he can stick that short and intermediate throws uh, when he sets his speed a three step, five step, seven step drop. Where he kind of struggles a little bit is when he has to really, really wind up and launch it deep. We, we've seen that at times where receivers have to kind of slow down. Um, I think that's really up to Trent McKnight to say, listen, you know, this is the plays that you feel comfortable with, and let's roll with that. He's got a super experienced tight end in Aubrey Payne. My gosh, I, I, at some point I will figure out if he is the oldest player in college football this season. But uh, you know, just, he's older than all of us combined, right? Let, so, listen, <laughs> what what other tight end in the country has the same exact birthday as his position coach? That's our like, old, old, like, yeah, old man yeah. Payne. <laughs> exactly. I mean, like I, I went back to scrolling through my Twitter. Like I, I've legitimately known Aubrey Payne since 2013, and and I'm looking at it and. and I'm like, you know, I'm laughing. Like he got married in December. I was like, he's he's a he's an old married man now, man. I love AP, but um, but no, I mean, you know, I think 
you know, he's coached up the younger guys as well. You know, I want to see, you know, guys like Amon Green who are going back to South Carolina, Chris Bird from South Carolina. Those are guys that are going to be on the field. You know, I want to see how the shuffle in the offensive line goes. I mean, big-time pressure on a redshirt freshman, Montavious Cunningham uh, from outside of Athens. I mean, this is his first career start as a redshirt freshman, and here you go, kid, get you some SEC. So, um, you know, I think Coach Elliott wants to find the best five on the on the field. Um, but, I, but, you know, again, we saw Jamari Thrash get loose you know, in the Auburn game last year, um, I think Granger just has to play under control, you know, not not go out there and try to not make mistakes, but just, you know, go out there and sling it, man. Um, you know, it's, you trust the offense, trust what you have, trust what you see. Um, I think he has, you know, opportunity as well to hit Jemias out of the backfield, hit Tucker out of the backfield and, and uh, really give him, you know, again, if all else breaks down, man, you know, he, he's got the speed to, to move on and, and take off running and, and just slide for the love. Granger's <clears throat> Granger's got to tap into whatever the hell he had under him in the bowl game. Whatever, whatever, whatever that was, whatever happened before that, we need to give him like he needs to lace his shoelaces the same way. He needs to uh, get to the game the same way. He needs to do everything exactly the same. Wear the same underwear, right? I mean, like we gotta, we gotta <laughs> get him. We gotta get him in Magnolia Bowl. Uh, that was Mac- Camellia Bowl. Whatever, whatever Lending it was. Three Bowl. <laughs> Christmas Day Bowl. <laughs> I don't care what it is. That that guy played lights out. He was an elite quarterback that day, and we gotta we gotta get that Granger back every game this season, most of the games this season. <laughs> now, Ben, I got a question for you. Uh, this is probably a pretty uh, dumb question to ask, but looking at the forecast, there's a pretty good chance of rain uh, coming in. Do you think that either one of the teams has um, an advantage? If it's a wet day out there, or do you think that um, it doesn't really not, not, not going to play a factor no matter what happens? Yeah, I mean, I, I think you know traditional mindset or is that you know kind of leans the way the team that runs the ball and, and is going to run the ball and, and and you know has that mindset to run the ball too, right? I mean, this offensive line wants to run the football. That they're 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 almost programmed to say, all right, I want a road grade. I, I want to you know mash people. Um, and it's interesting, too, because, you know, talking to even some of the South Carolina media and talking to our sister site over there at the Big Spur, those guys, you know, they, they feel confident for whatever reason that whatever got, you know, the front seven that was not working in 2021 is going to get fixed. Um, I look at it and go, all right, well, the personnel, several uh, the personnel is no longer there who are pretty good. And, you know, there, there's not this magic formula, you know, and, and here's the other side that I keep bringing up and something to keep an eye on Saturday night. This is both teams' first game. So, ultimately, they don't practice across college football. They do not practice hardcore tackling and go live for many periods in fall practice just because of fear of injury. So, if you can't wrap up and you can't tackle, you're going to see guys miss tackles. And can you take advantage of that? And you add the the weather or even slippery you know, it's, it makes it already difficult, you know, to, to get guys down in the open field. But then you add potentially weather or slick field. Um, you know, that's when things get a little worse. The ball gets a little slippery. And, and that's what I keep saying. You know, we, we saw that in Tennessee. We saw that at Auburn. You know, you, you take advantage of situations in front of you. You know, you go back to that Tennessee game. You had an interception on the very first play of the game. And already momentum swung to blue and white. You immediately, three plays later, pop, touchdown. Um, I think you're going to need opportunities like that. And then, you know, use the crowd, right? Like the crowd's going to be geeked out of their minds, you know, come mm-hmm. 730, the kickoff. But what happens if South Carolina goes three and out? Then, you know, the Panthers have a golden opportunity to mash it up and go ahead and, and, and you know, use that energy 
that they had. I'm uh, very interested to see too what happens. You know, Sean Elliott wins the toss. Is he taking this or is he deferring it? Um, you know, he, he has confidence right. in his in his deferred. bunch. Yeah. So, <laughs> it, but but I look at it too. You got a brand new special teams coordinator. He's teased us all. You know, all fall and all spring, right? You know, new new special teams coordinator. Are we going to fair catch everything again, or is he actually going to surprise somebody and uh, actually run a kickback? Or I, know, I hope block, we fair catch and block a kick. <clears throat> You hope I legitimately hope we fair catch everything. I know I disagree with everybody on this pod- podcast, including you, Ben. We've had like heated discussions about this, but man, <laughs> I think you take the knee, you go to twenty-five, and no one gets hurt, and you got a chance to to play play the game. I mean, we've seen so many fumbles on on like kickoff return and attempts penalty. and things yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. I I just. I don't care about that play. I'm like down it. it. Let's let's start from 25. I got it. I, well, I hear I hear Ryan, the, Ryan's I see the strategy. Your knees, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here, Ryan, in 2022, you can actually just wave your hands like a fair catch, and, and it, it serves the same purpose. So you're good. Yeah. No. Exactly. No. But I, I'm I'm good with that. Like I just I'm just not that mad at it, and and I don't. You know, I I'm still not sold on. Um, on on actually, you know, making this return play that's that's incredibly dangerous, um, not just physically, but like incredibly dangerous as far as like getting the ball popped out um, as as you're juking and making all these different moves. Um, you know, like, is there any data that shows that actually returning the kick is is more productive generally, or that the twenty five would would put it there? Because I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of data out there, right? Yeah, I mean that's that's his strategy, and, and you know. For the last what three or four years, basically, we've been, um, you know, nearly last or dead last, basically, in, in in kick returns, and and there is an element certainly of injury. That's that's one factor. The other side is penalties. You know, where you have guys twist, you have guys flying down there. Um, you know, a lot of times you have younger or inexperienced players, basically, on your special teams. You know, over the last few years, we've seen, you know, even starters playing special teams just to kind of get better organization. You know, I want to see what Arkita Banks, the, the new special teams coordinator, um, puts together, right? You, you want the best 11 on the field, no matter what, what position they are. That's kind of been Coach Elliott's mantra the last six years. So what does special teams look like? What is what is kick return, punt return, you know, punt block, you know, guy that – that I have circled basically, you know, in my you know pregame notes, basically is a guy by the name of Carlos Fletcher. He is huge, six six, about two hundred sixty five pounds. and can play nose, can play end. You think he wants to get up there and block a kick or two? He's got the size <laughs> to do it. Um, I hope you know, so. That's I, fun to watch. <laughs> absolutely, and, and that's what I, that's what you know. This this special teams has been kind of that unit that's been eh, just okay or have the you know the eye roll of hey we can't cover a kick hey we can't cover a punt what does that look like when you have somebody drilling it every day in practice every you know every day in meeting in meetings and things like that like that's that's the thing that I want to see you know you know one of the smaller elements which as we know man a special teams a punt block as we saw in Auburn last year good grief I mean that basically turned the game around in, in a major way and, and shifted yeah. momentum. I, I, I will I will go ahead and say though that I am very excited to hear that we have a special teams coordinator because that's not something that we have had the luxury of for quite some time and um, it seems like a, a, a renewed interest in that position um, which scores a lot of points and loses a lot of points uh, is, is a, a place that we need a lot of help so just kudos to the team for figuring out that we probably needed a coach there 
Yeah, and, and listen, and and I think the kicking game is another thing that, that I have my eye on as well. You know, talk to Will Lutz a little bit, talk to Brennan Wright a little bit about, you know, Michael Hayes taking all three duties. Um, it does tend to wear guys down to punt, kick. Um, you know, it's it's almost like a pitcher, basically, where you, you only – you only have so many throws basically in a season. Um, and it's the same thing in a, in a kicking game because, you know, Coach Banks and Coach Elliott, like they really need to monitor how many kicks that he's doing in practice. And because that's all you're doing, right? Like he's not going out there and, and running routes or hitting. He's kicking and kicking and kicking. And you can see injuries. That was what Brennan told me. Like basically, he, he, he really had to put work on his hips, on his groin, on his, you know, basically feet, you know, trying to go and, and, and not overexert himself um otherwise he wore down the season we even saw will lutz do it i mean will, will lutz was a tremendous punter and you saw his numbers slowly start to slide and his kicking was not so you know accurate he wasn't so strong tend to be worn out so interested to see if 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 michael hayes handles all three of those duties all year long or as we saw in the open scrimmage you know uh, the freshman you know liam rickman um the kid from south Effingham. Um, he, he had range out to about 45, 50 yards. Could he get a shot, you know, on Saturday? We'll see. All right. I know, Ben, we only have you for maybe a minute or two more here. I, I just want to get a question about the season as a whole. Um, obviously, this is – we've said it time and time again. This is the, the the team with the highest expectations ever, probably the best the best team that's uh, ever suited up as, uh, as Georgia State Panthers. How do you feel about the season? Like, you know, uh, obviously we've had a very, very tough – you know, road, or out of conference schedule to start the season off. Um, you know, no, not getting any really breaks from the, the Sun Belt Conference on the on the schedule itself with the the teams coming in. Uh, what, how do you feel? About that? What, what what should fans uh, realistically looking be looking forward to this season? And then um, after you do that, I'll tell you where you're wrong and where we'll be better than that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, no, I, I think the biggest thing ultimately, man, is, is expectations. Expectations should be high. Um, you know, coming off an eight and five season last last year, uh, it was not a fluke. Uh, certainly, we know how hard September schedule was, and here we are again. September schedule's tough again. Um, but this, you know, this group is veteran. You know, I think from a two deep point of view, and you know, there's not really a position you can't go too deep in. Um, and in some cases, you can go three deep. Like I, I love the offensive line depth. Uh, just tremendous. I mean, basically, Jonathan Bass was a guy who was a two-year starter, you know, started basically 22 straight games, and he is benched for a redshirt freshman. Um, I really want to see how Cunningham, you know, performs. Heard great things, basically, from the fall camp, and he just looked better and, and performed better and, and was sharper, um, and he's bigger. And, and you know, that, that matters as well facing SEC-level defensive linemen and, of course, ACC-level defensive linemen in Week 2. But, you know, if if this team can find a way just to manage and keep their head above water, I, I don't think, you know, a 1-4 in four start, again, is, is going to, you know, you're not going to have a repeat of 2021 because I think the schedule down the stretch is not easy. You know, you've got Marshall and JMU at the end. Uh, but I think where this, where this team makes its hay, uh, go up to Army. Go, go and, and win games in October. You know, to to quote my, my the gents on this podcast, um, you know, go and host that 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 tr- that team down south or the trash down south. Trash and down south. Him, there we go. And knock them in all the right, face, right. man. Listen, all right, we got TNP calling it trash down south. We got Ben Moore calling it trash down south. We're we're making this mainstream. I like it. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Make make it sure, Dave. We can, we can make it happen. But I, I but I think this is this is where you know you have Coastal coming to your place. You have Georgia Southern coming to your place. You ultimately have games that you should win at home. And 
not only that, but the next step of a good program moving toward great is winning games on the road, right? Like you're, you got to go and you got to knock off the bully. You got to go beat App State and take that Sunbelt East from them. Um, you know, there, there's there's games out there. I mean, JMU, believe me, I, I, they, they think they're going to run through the Sun Belt. They think that, hey, this this Sun Belt stuff is easy, and I got another thing coming for them. Uh, Marshall's, a, Marshall's a very good program as well, and playing them on the road in December where, hey, we're talking about weather being a factor on Saturday. Shoot, it may be a factor in late November as well, man. We see the, we may see that S-N-O-W word we don't like around the A. So, um it's going to be a lot of fun, man. I'm, I'm so excited to see what this team looks like and how they grow and how they build. And and uh, so we knew we, there were some expectations last year. Kind of came out flat, had to make a bunch of changes depth chart-wise. Um, you know, threw in, threw in a new quarterback. And once Granger took over, man, it was it was 8-3. And three and, and uh, there was there was a whole lot of fun. And teams could not stop this team running the football. And that's that's just fun watching teams just, you know, be able to run it down their throat and say, you can't stop us. Come Come and try. I got one last question before I'm done with you. And I don't know if the guys have anything else, but I know you had to get out of here. Uh, you've been doing, making the media rounds today and this week. Um, I know you're saving the good stuff for us. App State, win or lose this week, this year? At App State, I, I would say win. Uh, I think that's the game that Sean Elliott needs. I, I think from, from, knowing that that's it's always been a blowout right you know two years ago it was so close quad played so poorly um I, I really really like this team and the way the makeup of this team chase bryce is a good player um they obviously have a great running game but man like at some point you got to beat them right like you just can't go out there they're, they're not the boogeyman you know you got to go up there and, and try to knock them out um, and that that state family reunion happens every freaking year but uh, i know sean you know, show well or even try to, you know, obviously get get an opportunity to beat South Carolina and go beat App State in the same season. Oh, my goodness, man. He would uh, he would be, you know, he'd be on cloud 900. Unfortunately, right, literal, it's literal not a game chills, of chance. Literal chills right now. Uh, you guys heard it here first in the state of Atlanta. Ben Moore predicting the win over App State in Boone, North Carolina this season. I got nothing record. else for you, Ben. Ryan, Tim, you guys take it away. <laughs> I, I was just going to say, unfor- unfortunately, it's not a game of chance and that – we do not have to win. We have to earn that win. Uh, and so, hey, 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 hey! I'm gonna bring us down. To, I'm gonna bring us down a little bit. We gotta win that game. We we gotta get out there. We don't roll dice. We we get out there and we do it. So, uh, I hope I hope we can win that game. But it's not. We we we're eventually gonna win. We gotta earn it. Just remember, Ryan, you're not giving the pregame speech. I'm not going to recommend that to Sean Elliott to go give the pregame speech. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I, I was channeling my inner Sean Elliott. That's what I was doing. I mean, could you not hear him give that exact speech? Could you not hear that? It, it's your not loud enough, though, though man. You're, you're no, not no. you're not well, knocking somebody well, in the well, face. I don't I don't have the lungs for for a real Sean Elliott. So <laughs> Sean or, Elliott or doesn't the, have the lungs the for the real either. Sean Elliott. <laughs> No. You, you would be sweating right, a lot got, more too that's probably true too <laughs> hey timmy got anything before we let ben go i think i'm with ben this is the year we beat map all right so Ooh. i like it well all thank right. you ben Moore of 24 7 sports and pender talk for joining us uh and we'll talk to you throughout the season and definitely before our basketball gets started as well thanks for uh thanks for being here man appreciate it yeah yeah man love you guys we'll see you. thanks ben bye that's it for us this week thank you for listening Please follow us on Twitter at State of Atlanta or on Facebook at facebook.com slash State of Atlanta. 
And if you enjoy what you're listening to, please rate and review us on your podcast app. Thank you very much, and go Panthers.